Hello, and welcome to our podcast, The Magical Holistic Healing Arts, where we interview practitioners from many modalities to learn how to take care of our sacred body vessel for greater health, beauty, and empowerment of mm. how we feel. I'm Erica Hicks. And I'm Lynn Hicks. We are also proud distributors of Kangen Water, the life-changing elixir to our lives. And if you haven't heard already from our podcast, not all water is created equally. And so we highly encourage you, if it's not Kangen Water, do your own research on the water you're drinking, on the water that your skin is absorbing, because it is really important for ultimate health and oxidation inside the body. And if you have any questions or want more information about that, just check the links below with the Kangen Water. <laughs> on today's episode, we have Sabrina Vedette, who's a sacred who has a company called Sacred Yoni Steam, and is all about the feminine and how to tap into our intuition in all different ways. So I'm gonna let her explain her magic. So Sabrina, tell our listeners about your magical art. Well, thank you for having me, ladies. It is an honor and a pleasure to be interviewed by a mother-daughter team. That's very, very sacred, especially in this month of May as we celebrate our divine mothers, whether that mother is our Mother Earth or the mother that birthed us. Really, it is all one and the same. And so... Um, my um, love offering turned independent business is called Sacred Lotus Yoni Steam. And what it really was born, it, the way that Sacred Lotus was born is a really magical story. So it's perfect to be here on the Thirsty for Spirit podcast with my magical story. Um, first, I would like to share with women so that we're all on the same page. What is Yoni Steaming? You know, and that is a really important aspect of what is going on. So Yoni steaming is a self-love, self-health ritual that women around the world have been doing as a medicine practice for literally centuries. <laughs> so Yoni steaming, a.k.a. vaginal steaming with medicinal herbs has been used by women as a natural medicine practice around the world. So there's not one culture or um, expression of people that can claim this as their own tradition. It is a women's medicine tradition. And what it really is, is taking a medicinal plant. And so as we all know, plants have the, all their own medicine, right? And many of us can relate to different medi plant medicines like chamomile, for example. Chamomile is really relaxing. And we know that when we have a relaxing chamomile tea, you know, it's going to, you know, send us off to a beautiful rest, right? Well, what's really working in that medicinal tea is that when you're boiling um, the herb, the flower, the chamomile flower, the essential oil is coming out into the water and we're drinking the essential oil of the plant and that's what a tea is mm -hmm. however that tea goes into our digestive system and it goes into our digestive system and then it disperses throughout the rest of our body so our digestive system contains our stomach acid so the potency of that plant medicine of that those oils is diluted a lot by our digestive system, right? And so when we're vaginal steaming, this means that we're going to prepare our herbs the same way that we would a tea. When we prepare, let's say these flowers in that pot, but we put a cap on the pot when we're boiling the water. And so now the medicinal oils are going out into the water, but they're coming up into the steam that's building from the pressure. So now we have this very medicinal steam and we take this, you know, pot, boiling pot of water that's steaming and we can sit or squat over it. And there's a number of ways for it to be comfortable. But now what's happening is our skin is exposed to this medicinal steam. And so first what happens is the heat from the steam relaxes our muscles. Mm -hmm. And so when that relaxes our muscles, for many of us that have painful menstrual cycles and that deal with cramps and PMS and mood swings and irritability and stagnation, and that's really all about 
muscle tension and anxiety and the body's inability to let go. And of course, that comes from an emotional root, right? But before I go down the rabbit hole with that, all of our physical symptoms are symptoms of emotional roots. It's not the other way around, right? And so that heat from the steam brings blood flow, energy, life force, circulation to our womb space, which might not have even have been experiencing this for a long time because we aren't taught to send love to our wombs and we're taught to literally ignore them, right? And so um, now we have this heat sending relaxing, um, you know, blood flow, energy, life force coming into our womb space. And then what is happening with that heat is our pores of our skin, our skin, which is our biggest organ, which we don't think of as porous, but it is, our skin pores start to open. And when the skin pores open, our blood vessels dilate. So now we have this medicinal steam exposed to the most sensitive part of our body. And it's not only relaxing the muscles, it's not like the steam is just traveling all the way up the vaginal canal into the womb space. And there it is with our reproductive organs. Yes, that is part of it. But what's really happening and why this is defined as a medicine practice is because that medicinal steam when exposed to the open pores and dilated blood vessels seeps into the body directly into the bloodstream and the bloodstream carries the medicine to our womb space and that is why it is such a potent healing practice if you've ever gone to the doctor and they really wanted to do something that was going to quickly and effectively affect your whole body what do they do they give you a shot they take that shot and it goes through your skin and they deposit something directly into your bloodstream where then it circulates throughout your entire body so now you have this medicinal steam that is absorbing directly into your bloodstream and it's like a direct shot of medicine into your womb space, which eventually travels throughout your whole body. It doesn't have to go through the digestive system in order to release. So if you're taking a pill, right, if you're doing anything, it first has to combat the digestive system and that's why they make pharmaceuticals and things like that so ridiculously strong that they have crazy side effects in the body because they need to make something so strong that it can override the digestive system and you know you know do whatever it's doing right and so that is you know the medicine and the potency behind yoni steaming and when we are steaming we're using herbs right these are this is how we're steaming using medicinal herbs well each herb on this planet was literally put here on this planet with a healing property and it is no mistake <laughs> and the there is a really beautiful physical and energetic connection to a woman working with herbs and the reason is because we back in the day a long time ago when things were in a different type of an order you know when men were out protecting and providing and hunting and bringing back home the the bacon right we as you know women we were out in the forest we were out in the gardens we were nurturing life and we were connecting with the natural world around us. And we were the ones that went out into the forest or the desert or the, the jungle and came back to our families with these healing herbs. And we said, this herb heals cuts and wounds. This herb we can use for stomach aches. This herb is, you know, can, this, this herb can do whatever it does, right? And how did we know that? There was no book. No one gave us an almanac. There wasn't an herb guide. It was us going out into nature, putting our hands and feet in the earth, listening to the wind, receiving the downloads from spirit, from the divine mother, from all of creation. That was how we figured out how to use the plants. 
you know? And so that was when we had a really deep and clear connection to nature. And that can go deeply even into, you know, one of the reasons that we feel so disconnected these days is because we have lost or aren't, that connection to nature isn't available. One, because there's so many radio frequencies going on that are disrupting. It's not only disrupting the bees and the dolphins, don't trip and think that's not affecting you. <laughs> you know, that's affecting our ability to hear. That's affecting our ability to sense, right? And so when we are working with these natural herbs, it's literally bridging the connection back to our ancestors, back to our lineage, and back to our mothers, mothers, mothers that came before us. And it's creating an honoring ex experience. Because when we're using plants to heal, and when we're consciously using them to heal, we're creating an unspoken agreement, right? And we're, we're forming a relation. So plants, they hold vibration right? They hold frequency. They hold energy. Everything on this planet is energy. And this is such a popular topic right now. And I'm so glad that it is because I used to share about energy and magnetic frequencies and people would look at me like, you know, I'm, I've, I was from outer space. And now, you know, it's coming into the collective consciousness more and more how the understanding that we are energy, everything around us is energy, and we're all vibrating on different frequencies. And that's why we're attracted to certain people and certain crystals and certain things. It's because like energy attracts like energy. And we're, you know, we want to be near the vibrations that make us feel good if we're in a conscious state. Sometimes we're attracting negative frequencies and negative energies because we're vibrating at a frequency of trauma or anger or pain and we might not even know it but we just have traumatic and anger and painful experiences coming up in our lives and we're like what is going on it's like well that's what's actually happening internally right and so when we're working with plants we have the opportunity to program the plants right to ask the plants to set intention with the plants to when we're making our yoni steam broth and we're you know just like you know the healers and witches back in the day over their cauldron and we're stirring our herbs and we're speaking our intention into the herbs maybe our intention is like i have really painful menstrual cycles like please i'm using these right now i'm using these herbs that are nervines or um you know regulators that are going to support me in regulating my cycle or support me in feeling less pain. And I share that with the herbs, my intention, my intention is to, you know, have a joyful menstrual cycle because that's possible. Even if you've been told that that's not possible for you, it is, you know, and so maybe that's your intention or maybe your intention is to restore your libido. Maybe, you know, you just don't feel, um, pleasureful, right? And that goes, you know, the emotional route back to that really has to go in, goes into deservability and goes into self-worth. And, you know, that is, is this whole own thing. But maybe we just start from the beginning saying, I want to feel something. I want to feel more than I feel right now. And you ask for support. We ask for guidance, right? Ask and it is given. Ask and you shall receive. You don't ask, nothing can happen because our words are our spells and the spells that we speak create our reality. So, you know, now we're in this space where we're consciously co-creating with the plants and they hear us and they listen. And so, you know, why do I even call it yoni seeming? What's up with that? Like, what is a yoni? Where does that come from? It's like, well, yoni is the Sanskrit word for vagina. And so, you know, we in the English language use mostly Latin right? A lot of our roots, it comes from a Latin root, right? Well, Sanskrit is the root for, you know, East, Eastern languages, right? But the difference between Sanskrit and Latin is that Sanskrit is a vibrational languages, a vibrational language that works on tonality, right? And vibration, just remember how everything is energy, everything has a tone, and everything, everything has a frequency that we're sending out into the planet.
So if we're just super pissed off and we're sending that frequency out on the planet, we're driving around pissed off, most likely we're going to, you know, receive that energy right back and, or like we're going to cut someone off and they're going to give us the finger or we're going to be driving aggressively so that someone else will cut us off and be like, what, what's going on? You know, it's like, it's all, it all, it's all part of it. Right. And so the word Yoni is the translates into the vibrational frequency of sacred temple. So when they talked about the Yoni, when they talked about the Yoni verse, when they talked about the womb, that was the sacred temple. That translates into origin of all creation. That translates into sacred space, right? And that's how they honored the feminine. And that's how we honored the feminine. Because we, believe it or not, used to live in societies that honored and revered the feminine as divine goddess. And the feminine was divine goddess because one, the feminine is the only creature that can bleed. We are the only creature that can bleed without dying. And that was considered so sacred, right? And so it, even going back to, you know, even if we're talking about the word, you know, ma, um, ma is like the tonality of divine goddess, right? And that, and so now we even call our moms like ma, mom, mother. And it's like that all that means something that came from someplace, right? That was the, that back in the day was divine goddess and it turned ma and then now it's mom, right? So that's a frequency. When we say mom, it feels good. It's the frequency of divine goddess, you know? And so going back to Yoni, the free, it's a frequency of sacred temple. It's an honoring frequency. Now the word vagina, which is the Latin word, that translates in Latin into sheath. And a sheath is something that we put our sword in to hold for a while or a knife. Oh, we put our knife in a sheath and then we hang it on our belt, right? And that's what we do with a sheath, you know? And, uh, and that is why perhaps vagina doesn't necessarily feel good to say. And it's this taboo word that's creates so much anxiety we've had to come up with so many nicknames so that we don't have to say the word we say lady parts we say down there we say other things you know it's like we don't want to say that word it's like why well because it holds the vibrational frequency of a sheath <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard it's like hard sounding you know what i mean it's not lovely just the, the tones. It's not like, it's not honor, you know? And um, so we have this internal frequency of shame built into our body when it comes to speaking about our womb. Because it's shameful to even say the word that describes the, our origin of all creation. This is where all life, this is, you know, and this is a side effect um, of the patriarchy. And this is a way to keep women in a specific place. And I'm not a feminist. In fact, no, I, I really don't think men and women are equal at all. Um, and I think that us being treated as equal is absolutely ridiculous because we can do things that men can do and men can do things that we can't do. And that's what creates a beautiful balance and polarity of, of everything is that we both work together to create the whole, we, why are we both fighting for the same place? <laughs> you know, and and um, that's another rabbit hole. But anyway. <laughs> well, let me just say, interject, because I think it's really lovely how you're circling all of this. So I was an organic flower farmer, and I've been into herbs and all of this. And, like, it is so lovely for me to hear your generation, like, pull it all in. I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm really in joy of that because, you know, you think you're weird. I was in all this stuff a long time ago and it's, you're saying it well, you're explaining it clearly. There isn't all this hoopla and you're pulling in so many wisdom words, concepts, frequency, everything. And I think it's really cool because it's such an honoring of feminine that you're talking about right now. And this practice as a medicinal thing that we have done for centuries Ever. and centuries. And it's lost and it's considered left, but you're really bringing it around beautifully. So I just had to say that as, you know, Thank for you. me, my heart is singing about all the ways you're pulling it in together about this for ourselves mm -hmm. as women. I appreciate that. And you know, the, the where this all came from for me actually was a very, very basic, you know, um, experience of I, I 
co-founded a nonprofit called the Natural Leaders Foundation, you know, almost 10 years ago, um, maybe a little longer. And um, for, you know, a, a good seven or eight years, I spent my life um, creating transformational experiences for children and families that in underserved spaces and places from Compton to Mexico to Costa Rica, um, and really bringing holistic arts and practices to children to ignite their inner truth and, you know, uh, and bring um, them into a space of wonder and understanding about their own magic and using, you know, uh, meditation and yoga and nutrition and all these beautiful things, right? And we had um, an incredible team of people doing this. But what came to me through this extremely potent and power-filled work is that sometimes it doesn't matter how much transformation occurs in a child if the parent isn't up to support it you know and like you can teach a child about coconuts and avocados and and chia seeds but if their parents don't want to have it in their home then or don't see the value in it then you can't go any further and so where what happened with that is i was like wow you know it's really like it you know the children don't need to be healed the children are you know starseed angel bursts of like light and creation but it's really the mothers and like these children are being born into the world carrying the heavy trauma of seven generations and carrying the you know perspective and pain and and um you know experience of their mothers and so if you know the wombs of the mothers were healed and if the mothers were able to you know heal you know the trauma that's going on inside of themselves that when the babies were born the babies could be born you know in in their in the angelic space and rise and not have to be like 20 something and be like everything everybody ever told me i don't even believe that you know and we all go through that some of us went through it at 18 some of us go through it at 30 you know it's just like oh my gosh i've been living someone else's life like i don't even believe that that is how i feel you know and then we have to go through this entire thing and then finally you know we come into you know it takes for some of us it, it, it doesn't know. We don't know how long it takes. It's just when it happens, it happens and how it takes how long it takes. But if, you know, if children have the opportunity to come through the Yoni portal, you know, without carrying the trauma of the generations before, then perhaps we'd see true planetary shift. And that's what we're talking about. When we see star seeds, we're like, what does this star seed mean? Or what is this, where's this planetary shift going to come from? It's going to come from the children and it's not their responsibility. It's our responsibility to clear our energetic field so that they can do their healing work. And so we right now, whether we have children or not, every, every time we, cross of, you know, every time we cross that within ourselves and heal the different traumatic experiences that we have within ourselves, whether it's self-love, self-worth, deservability, emotional, sexual trauma, whatever it is, we clear for, you know, our generations above and below. And that was, you know, really the spiritual um, founding of Sacred Lotus Yoni Steam. Um, I was already working with herbs and I was working with children and the physical part of this was at this part time in my life, I was also um, a traveling gypsy and I was living in a tent for a lot of the time and um, I was, you know, with my partner in this tent um, and uh, with our dog and, um, you know, going to festivals and traveling up and down the California coast and, um, you know, having a lot of, you know, worldwide experiences. But in the process, I was getting a lot of urinary tract infections and like there were plenty of reasons why, you know, but the fact is, is that I came to this point where I was like, wow, I am, you know, wearing bamboo clothes. I'm like organic and non-GMO. <laughs> I'm like in a complete alignment with nature. And yet I have to take antibiotics like every other month because anyone who's ever had a UTI knows that if you don't get antibiotics for this UTI, then it's going to go to your bladder, it's going to go to your kidneys, and you're going to die, right? <laughs> Just the way that it is, right? And it's so it all depends on how, like, you know, how deep you're going to allow it to go, right? When are you going to take the antibiotics? Because you have to take them.
And then you know that you're going to get a yeast infection if you don't take impeccable care of yourself while you're on the antibiotics because then you get the yeast infection because you, you took out all the bacteria and, you know, then you have to rebuild that and then that affects your gut health, right? Because now, because now the antibiotics have flame torched your gut health and it's a, it's a vicious cycle, mm -hmm. right? And so this was going on in my life. And at the same time, my little sister, um, who's not so little anymore, but she'll always be my little sister, um, she had her 30th birthday. And she had her 30th birthday. And we, um, I, you know, came back from the West Coast to um, go to upstate um, uh, New York where she was holding her birthday party. And she got bit by a tick. And so it was, um, you know, one of those ticks that she went to the doctor and they were like, oh, you need to go, you know, this is a serious tick. You need to go on all these different things. You know, immediately they wanted to put her on like 20 rounds of everything. And I said to my sister, I said, hold on, before you do that, go try to go to a naturopath or an herbalist, get a second opinion, see if there's another way, right? Because I've, I've been like, I was in this train of antibiotic train and I was like, you know, there's got to be another way. Um, and so she went to an herb shop and, you know, had, um, they put her in touch with the, um, with somebody who happened to have founded an herb school called Arborvitae. And she had such a transformational conversation that she quit her job as a, um, as a saleswoman in New York City. So she was living in New York City at, at being like a high profile saleswoman while I was, you know, in my tent and, in you know on the west coast and um she went to school to be an herbalist a clinical herbalist because that conversation that she had it transformed her life so much that it locked her in and actually locked her into her life purpose on this planet but um you know that started the journey and so this was now four five years ago you know and in her um and in like the first year of her training to be a clinical herbalist, she called me and said, I got something for your UTIs. I know what to do. She learned about yoni steaming wow. in clinical herbalism. And so she created a blend of medicinal herbs for me that was antibacterial, antimicrobial, antiviral, right? But also with this beautiful dose of mucilaginous herbs, which are herbs that, you know, create moisture so it doesn't um, knock you out into dryness, right? As well as self-love herbs because when we're getting a UTI or yeast infection or a bacterial infection, we're just not loving ourselves enough, you know? We're not taking care of ourselves enough, you know? So this is a beautiful blend of herbs and um, she taught me how to yoni steam and what to do and on um, the next time that that was going to happen i i yoni steamed and i didn't get the uti and i haven't had a uti since and i've had a few times where they it was going to come in the past couple of years you know just because also some of us just because the way our bodies are set up we're just more prone and this was also during a time where i didn't know that when you wear thongs you are definitely more prone to all types of bacterial issues because when you're wearing a thong there's just a piece of cloth that's going like this and traveling from the anus to the to the yoni and taking bacteria anywhere right and you know there's lots of other things but we won't go into it and so you know, I have, have, and that was, you know, almost five years ago, not had a successful urinary tract infection since. And at that time, I, you know, when I first started steaming, I it was one of the um, emotional side effects is that it releases oxytocin in the body. As we know, oxytocin is the cuddle hormone. It's the feel-good hormone. It's the love hormone, right? So I'm like yoni steaming, giving my body love, like paying attention to myself for the first time. Like, hey, I love you. Like, you know, let's do this. You know, I was started forming a relationship with my womb, forming a relationship with my feminine spirit, you know, and giving myself love, treating myself medicinally, taking control of my health because we've been taught that, oh, no, you can't. Be in charge of your health. You need to go to a doctor. You don't know anything. The doctor knows everything. Where in reality, you know, we are our own healers. And, you know, doctors, unfortunately, have been set up in a, in a medical system that is not necessarily a healing system. Um, and, um, 
And so once I took control of my health and my wellness and took an interest in myself, oh, what's this? This is a vulva. Oh, this is an inner and outer labia. Oh, this is back when bacteria happens. This is what happens. Oh, this is what happens when you introduce an herb. This is what happens when I drink water. I started taking an interest in doing research, informing myself. Really, the only thing that's that's stepping that's in between us and our own healing is information, informing ourselves right? And so making informed decisions. And so now I said to myself, wow, like I am experiencing such an incredible, um, you know, um, coming into a new, whole new self, a transforming myself and how I knew myself to be, my relationship with myself and my body and my spirit and how, you know, I've even looked at life and the world. I wanted to share it. And at that time, I was starting to hold um, women's gatherings, you know, full and new moon women's gatherings, just synchronistically. And so I brought the yoni steam to a, a women's gathering. I said, we're going to yoni steam under the, under the moon. At that time, not really knowing or understanding the power of the value, just knowing there's the moon, there's the herbs, there's the women, there's the energy, there's the steaming, it's healing. Right. And it was such a transformational experience for all women involved. It was like a uniting and connecting of our wombs. Like we actually literally felt ourselves releasing energy that didn't serve us into our body. And we gave it back to the earth and we allowed the earth to take it. And we allowed the energy of the moon to, you know, infuse us and revitalize us and like open us up to our intentions. And it was such an incredible, um, circle that it was like, this needs to happen again. And then women started coming to me and say, Hey, do you think that this could help with this? Hey, do you think that this could help with that? Hey, where can I get those herbs? Can I get them from you? And so I said, all right, I don't know if this is going to help anything, but I'm going to find out. So I started doing research, you know, Oh, okay. Wow. And now at the same time, remember my sister's becoming a clinical herbalist. I'm calling my sister. I'm saying, Hey, Ariel, what, what does mugwort do? Oh, mugwort, you know, does this, okay, then I can possibly use this in the womb space for this to happen. And then through my research, I found that there is actually a practice called peristeme hydrotherapy, which is the science of using yoni steaming and medicinal herbs to correct imbalances in our feminine systems. And so that's when I went to school with the Paracetam Hydrotherapy Institute and, you know, started and learning. And so learning not only from my sister passing me down the information about the herbs, but learning about the womb and how the Onisiming supports the womb in everything from a challenging menstrual cycle to infertility, to postpartum healing, to menopause, to low libido, to infections, to cysts, to fibroids, to incontinence, to uterine prolapse, to, you know, PMS, to irritability, to back pain, you know, and this is all like, it's not that yoni steaming isn't curing anything. It's not treating anything, but yoni steaming with medicinal herbs provides a pathway for the body to support itself in healing in a way that it isn't able necessarily to do it on its own, right? Because sometimes we need a little support, right? We need a little caffeine maybe in the beginning of the day to get us that, that perky smile, you know? It's like, all right, a little motivation from the healing powers of these plants to support the body in doing what it already wants to do naturally, but it has an energetic block or an emotional block or has already been dealing with it physically for so long you know so it's really the body healing itself and and allowing the medicine from the plants to support us in our journey of of self-healing and we have different protocols for that you know we have protocols for it all because there's different ways to steam for different outcomes because it is a medicinal practice if you are uh, have a menstrual cycle that you you bleed every 23 days very short menstrual cycle. There's a lot of important indicators for that, why you're bleeding every 23 days. And it's really important to address that. Your body is tired. You're, you know, there, you're, you're lacking nutrients, right? Whereas if you're bleeding every 35 days, or if you have a lot of crazy cramps, nausea, bloating, you know, like it, it, you getting out of bed is, is, is a challenge. You might have cysts and fibroids. This is very important to know. Your body is, is stagnant. Your liver is, is having trouble. You know, there's, there's blockages there. 
you know, you're not only emotionally holding on to stuff, but you know, this means you've got to, you know, start shifting your eating habits, your exercise habits, you know, the, your, you know, steaming is going to be really important for you to unlock the muscles so that you can release like all the old blood and tissue from that's been building up in your body for who knows how long. And that's why it's a medicinal practice because you need to use the right herbs and the right steaming protocol in order to achieve healing results. Um, if you're just the only steaming for your revitalization of your energy, or perhaps you want to release a past lover, get that out, get his energy out of me, you know, <laughs> which, you know, is real when, when we make love with a man, you know, when they insert their energy in us, it's there for three moon cycles because they shed their skin inside of us and they shed their energy inside of us. So that's why after, you know, you make love with a man and then you want to marry him or you want to make him food or you're obsessed and you want to call him and talk to him. And he's like, Whoa, you know, it's like, it's not that you're crazy. It's just that you literally have his energy and his fit and pieces of his physical body left in you, but he came in and came out and he's good, you know? And so, you know, we can Yoni seem with intention to release and let that go, you know, and give that energy back to the earth because she wants that energy from us. You know, she's been asking and craving a connection with us, the women, for a very long time. She misses us and she needs us. She needs, you know, we're, all of us are her children, you know, and men and women, we're all her children. And, and right now she's going through it and she's going through it because her children literally are forgotten about her and she's given us so much, so, so, so much. It's like, we're like a kid at home that's like we we want more we want more we want more and and right now she's she's finally she's like i love all my kids like i can't i can't give that to you anymore you know i i there, there there's some other things that need my attention and so when we as women return back to ritual we return back to ceremony we return back to loving ourselves return back to honoring the planet after we finish our yoni steam we give the herbs back to the earth with a prayer of gratitude you know, it's when, when we're bleeding, what do we do with our blood? Do you, our blood that holds our stem cells, our blood that holds our DNA, our blood that holds our magnesium, our nitrates, our zinc, our, our, our vitamins, that blood, that is our life blood. And what are we doing? We're flushing it down the toilet. One, it's depleting us right? And many of us aren't getting the correct nutrition we need because our food is in a depleted state and maybe, who knows, environmental factors, stress, whatever, right? So each month when we release our life force energy and we're not replenishing it, we incrementally go into a state of depletion when we finally wake up one day and we're like, I'm fucking tired. Like I'm exhausted. I don't have energy for sex. I don't have energy to love you anymore. I don't have energy to do shit you know, I, I just have to work or I just, you know, whatever. Like I, I can't, I can't extend myself anymore. Why? Because I've been incrementally getting depleted my whole life without replenishing. Right. But let's say we take this blood, this, that has our stem cells, it has all these things. All of the components of our blood is what our soil needs mm -hmm. to regenerate. And it's very, you know, what we're in this space right now, like we're thinking about the state of the planet and our soils, our depleted soils, like our depleted resources, right? And imagine if every woman of the, and, and the billions of women every single month returned our blood back to the earth to replenish the soils, we'd have a fertile earth, right? And we'd also be reinforcing our spiritual connection with the planet, you know, and there's an old, um, there's an indigenous saying, when the women return their blood to the earth, the men don't have to die in war to give their blood. Mm -hmm. Because the earth needs the blood one way or the other, right? She needs it one way or the other. And, you know, that, that's the balance. And so when we, you know, are actively in our feminine healer, shamaness state, in our psychic state, in our connected state, in our feminine flow, doing what comes natural to us, being a nurturer, you know, being in support of, you know, creating and nurturing all life, it's a natural thing for us to do. And it, that is a, that gives a planetary ripple. 
And so, you know, when you ask me, you know, what, what do I do? I mean, these are all the things that I do. I'm supporting women, not only in moving towards a successful long-term pregnancy, but not only, you know, supporting women in, in going through a space of uh, like low self-worth into deserving orgasms, right? Because a lot of this, a lot of, you know, our pain literally comes from not orgasming and not feeling good in our bodies and not feeling pleasure because one, we haven't given ourselves permission to feel pleasure. Two, we have allowed the um, opinions and judgments of society, parents, past lovers, our own self-limiting beliefs get in the way of our deservability to feel pleasure. We've been taught we can't touch ourselves below the waist. We've been told that if you're alone in your room, Jesus is watching, so don't do anything. Just know God is there. You know, Jesus is there. And like, you know, and if it's not Jesus, you know, because I wasn't brought up in, in that religion, it's somebody else. It's something else. When we're alone in our room and we're embarrassed to be with ourselves, we're embarrassed to touch ourselves or explore ourselves or, you know, feel pleasure because we, we've been taught that a, a man or a partner or someone else needs to make us feel pleasure, you know, and we just have to wait, you know, then we become pretty miserable people. <laughs> And if you see a bunch of miserable people walking around, these are people that are not orgasmic, right? And we might be one of them, right? And so that is, you know, really something it's like to take into consideration, right? And that orgasm doesn't have to come from someone else. We were given these beautiful body parts, our own nerve endings, our own bodies for ourselves and then to share with somebody else. We were not given this for, to ourselves for somebody else. It's like, no, this is ours. This is for us. This is for our own manifestation. This is for our own creation. This is for our own elevation. And look, I also get to share it with somebody else. How beautiful. And so that is, you know, one of the journeys that we take too. And um, the healing tools that I use with that are called Yoni. I call them Yoni gems, but they're known in the world as Yoni eggs, you know, and, um, and, Crystal pleasure wands, you know, pleasure wands that are made out of crystal that are not vibrators because vibrates act, vibrators actually destroy our sensitive nerve endings and they are actually extremely um, deconstructive to our entire feminine system because guess what? No man is ever going to equal the, the vibrator because he's not a machine. So once you, you know, if you ever had an experience or spoken with someone that's like, oh yeah, and it's like my vibrator, my best friend. It's like, yeah, that's that's because the vibrator is like taking a jackhammer to your sensitive nerve endings so that when you're actually with, you know, another human, you just aren't going to feel, you know? And so um, crystal pleasure wands that I use and G-spot pleasure wands and like how to, you know, increase natural lubricate, increase lubrication naturally and build new sensitive nerve endings, build dexterity in the vaginal muscles, strengthen and tonify the pelvic walls and floor. These are healing tools that we use first to create a relation with our body and create, you know, release shame and fear and guilt and anything that's coming in between us and our pleasure before we even get to sexuality. You know, and I love that because, you know, first off that you're saying that about vibrators, because that's really important for women to hear. Yeah. You know, and then also the understanding of the eggs and the uni eggs and what you call the gems. Because, um, you know what, I'm not real familiar with that. I know my generation isn't. And so I'm glad you're sharing and sharing that. Yeah, it is our body to do what we want with. Like, it sounds, when you're listening to it, it's like, oh, yeah. But we really do have trainings that it is in our body that we can do what we want with. And we better offer ourselves on all levels to the world and look good, be good, act good. And it's not about us. And it's really, when you the way you said it, it just really hit me. Like, of course. And that's what always hits me about feminine knowledge is like, how did I not know this? I'm a woman. This is my thing. This, I know this. This is my body, my being, my ancestry. And it makes such perfect sense when I hear it, but I don't get to hear it a lot. Yeah. 
So I'm, I'm just really thankful that you're bringing these topics up and maybe sharing more about the yoni. What did yes, the the yoni eggs. I mean, I've 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 been interested in one, but they're they're supposed to, I think, help you with your pleasure. Yeah, help you understand your or yoni better. Or can you? Why would someone? Yeah, use a yoni egg. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Great. There's physical, emotional, and spiritual benefits. And one, I just want to share that, you know, it's not that why didn't I know this? It's just that we have been born into such a deep programming that it is, you know, and anything else from what they've given us, this one tiny little thing that how we all need to live our lives through this, everything else is radicals and outliers and, and, and dangerous dangerous and even if you go online right now it's hilarious because there's so many articles on the dangers of the yoni egg it's dangerous you know and that's how they control people they control people through fear and they control people through you know through um, taking you know taking down anything else than what they want for us right and that's why free thinking is so dangerous right? <laughs> and so um, the yoni egg, it's like, why, what, what's going on with this? Well, the, the yoni egg is a, it has also been used for thousands of years, right? And this is, you know, a, a non-porous crystal. It's also really important to know that not any crystal can be a yoni egg because crystals are made of minerals and they're, they have different reactions to moisture. And so if you have a crystal that's made of, you know, for example, if you have a, a serpentine crystal, which looks very much like a jade crystal, which most people know the jade egg, but there's a lot of fake jades out there because jade is an expensive crystal and you're using a serpentine crystal that looks almost exactly like it, then serpentine has actually has minerals in it that are extremely harmful and toxic to the body. Now, if you're holding this crystal, it's okay, right? It's hard enough. But if you put it inside your body, the moisture in your body breaks down the crystal incrementally and releases, you know, mineral toxins. So you need to use a crystal that has a hardness rate of 6.5 or above, right? And so that's just a safety warning because that's how things get messed up. Someone's like, oh my gosh, I, I got a tiger's eye crystal. It's like, oh my God, this is a disaster. You know, a tiger's eye should not be used inside the body, but it's being sold all over Etsy. So, you know, that's, how, you know, the, that's, that's how things happen, right? Yeah. Um, but what Ionia Crystal has been doing for thousands of years has been helping women create dexterity in our vaginal muscles is, as well as strengthen and tonify the pelvic floor, increase ability to naturally lubricate and build new sensitive nerve endings for heightened pleasure. So it's like, cool, let's backtrack for a moment. It's like, well, most of us know that we can like pee, not pee. It's like pee, not pee, you know, and we got that, right? It's like, okay, I can hold in my pee. Some of us though can't hold in our pee because after childbirth, if we don't have a healing process, which Western society does not offer a healing process after childbirth, so there is no healing process. <laughs> You know, so if, if you're not yoni steaming after childbirth to bring your uterus and organs back up into place to soften any scar tissue, to um, soften any adhesions, to relieve hemorrhoids, to relieve constipation, to clear out any excess lopia or tissue that has stuck in there um, that didn't come out after the birth, then you're going to be healing from birth for anywhere up to eight months to two years. Right. When you could be yoni steaming the 40 days after giving birth, which with the correct herbs, which are going to tonify the uterus, which are going to heal the, the vaginal canal, which are going to heal, you know, um, and support the body in releasing water retention, all, all these things, you know, where you can come back, you know, literally to your pre-pregnancy state. If you are yoni steaming correctly on a correct protocol under a year well under a year, but everybody is different. I'm just sharing what's possible. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and also, you know, scar tissue, that's so important. But anyway, so let's say, <laughs> let's say we, um, 
you know, we have pee or not pee, right? And it also goes into, oh, we were told as women, we need to be tight. I need to be so tight. That's what guys like, right? Or that's what my partner likes when I'm tight. Well, what happens when we're tight is that we are actually contracted. And so when we're contracted, when we're contracting, we're like thinking so hard about being tight, right? It's like, oh my God, I got to be tight. Well, what's happening is when we're thinking about being tight and we're contracting, we are not able to be present with our partner and we're not able to be in our feminine, which is not the action of being tight, which is actually being open to receive and being in our feminine, allowing, receiving, open, juicy state, like, yes, like, come here, I'm here, and just like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, and so what's going on energetically is that we're thinking about being tight and we're holding and being tight. So we're not, and we're not engaging, right, in the way that we would be in our open, free flowing states. Like, let's say this is our tight yoni, and then here's our partner, and our partner's like, oh my gosh. I'm meeting resistance. It's so hard to, to get in here. What am I doing wrong? She doesn't like it. I'm not this enough. Right? Because there's a lot of stuff going on for the masculine too. The, the pressure to perform on the masculine is extremely strong because remember, we are thinking that a man has to make us feel pleasure and give us an orgasm. And he knows that. So now not only does he have to worry about himself, but he has to worry about us. That's a lot of fucking pressure. And meanwhile, we're just laying there saying, I hope he makes me feel something. And if he didn't, he just wasn't that good. But, oh, I guess he, he had a great time. I guess he, he did great. <laughs> There's resentment. It's like, oh, glad you got off. That's great. Thanks. Thanks a lot. You know, it's like, no, no, no. It's your responsibility that you get off. It's his responsibility that he gets off. It's your responsibility to know what feels good. It's your responsibility to be able to be in, you know, in your intimate space and he be in his intimate space and the two be and two come together. And the way that I like to share it is like, you know, when you go to a concert, you go to this concert and you see these musicians on stage and they're all jamming and, and vibing and it's like amazing and you're dancing and everyone's having the best time, right? And they're playing their songs and, 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 and they're in perfect harmony. But do you know how long each of those musicians practiced in their room by themselves, their instrument? They, they played their instrument. They fucked up on their instrument. They learned their instrument. They learned the different chords. They learned how their voice sounded with their instrument. They, they learned how to, how to play with their eyes closed. They memorized their songs. And then they got together with the band and they're all able to jam out and have fun and make music and play together. Mm. And that didn't just happen. You don't see the, the drummer playing drummer and guitar at the same time. Drummer can't play drummer and guitar. It's too much. Drummer's got to play drums. Guitar's got to play dr guitar. Drum and guitar come together and make music. So here we are putting all this responsibility on the masculine. You need to play me. You need to play you. You need to make us all feel good. And I'm just going to wait here and be like, I, I, I like what you're doing when you ask me, hey, what do you like? Oh, yeah, what you're doing is good. Keep going. It's lame. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's because we've been taught to not have an imagination. And we've been taught as women we can't masturbate. Right. And so men get to masturbate and women don't, you know, so men know their instrument because they've practiced their instrument. Women don't because we haven't, you know, and, and, you know, so it's, it's, we need to break that paradigm mm -hmm. and, you know, learn how to play our own instrument and learn what makes us feel good. And learn, you know, to be comfortable with ourselves, comfortable with our noises, comfortable with our body, not thinking about our body. Oh my God, do I have a fat roll? You know, and knowing that we feel good coming back to circling it all back around to being tight because, yes, a firm space does feel good. So when we use our yoni egg and we learn how to activate the muscles in our vaginal canal and we learn how to strengthen and build dexterity and learn how to draw in our partner and move our partner around and how to relax our pelvic region and how to be open 
and firm so that we can be open and receive and know that we feel good, then we can relax and be intimate. And then we can be in a sexual experience. And then we can say to our partner, what you're doing is great, but I would really love it a little over to the left. And then our partner gets to say, thank God, tell me. Like, I like, don't leave. This is like uncharted territory. This is like, this is the map here. There's, there's lots going on on the map. Give me a direction. Give me a path. Give me a goal. Give me somewhere to go. You know, don't leave me wandering in the desert for 40 years. <laughs> and I want to say that, you know, the whole pelvic floor and all of that, we are not educated in any of that. And it's the key to all life, like you're saying. It's a key to feminine health, like our, our medicines on men. And just in the last 40 or 50 years, maybe a little longer now, they have studied women's body. And it's like a no-brainer that our body is different. Hello? Different body. So the whole concept of the steams, the yoni egg, the pelvic floor, the fitness of us and connection to our womb it really is the healing way. So I'm glad that you circled it in that way and circled also women feeling comfortable with themselves in that way to show the stupidity of what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I mean, it is. It's seriously. <laughs> I mean, even me being a younger generation, it's we're yeah, we're getting more curious and understanding the benefits because of the science and because of, you know, the people like you guys trailing the way and being open to what you know the wisdom is that we have lost and we are gonna have to have you again sabrina you seriously have so much wisdom so much amazing things to say and so unfortunately we're gonna have to end this episode but is there any last things you would like to say to our listeners today Absolutely. So I'm a certified vaginal steam therapist. If you have any imbalances in your womb space and in your menstrual cycle that have you've either been told that they cannot be healed or that you would just like to be in the inquiry of how you can support your, your actual physical body, um, I am available through Sacred Lotus Yoni Steam as well as I'm a Yoni Egg and Crystal Pleasure Wand guide. And I can support you in your journey either through one-on-one -on -one sessions or or, you know, through um, multiple different ways that I have going on. I host retreats and workshops and um, I'm, you know, available in that healing space. And I also have an online store where our herbs, a lot of them come from my girlfriends that live in Southwest Colorado, independent female farmers. And so, you know, your herbs are grown from Earth to Yoni, which is super beautiful. And my sister is a clinical herbalist. So we work a lot together. Her name is Ariel Hyatt. And so if you're looking for a 360 degree, if you're if you feel like perhaps you want to try something other than pharmaceutical drugs or surgeries you know there are other options available to you and um, I would also like to offer a 20% discount to anybody that is watching this right now um, the discount code is thirsty t-h-i-r-s-t-y and if you go to sacredlotusionesteam.com and you see anything that you like or you know want to try or experience that's a product not a service you can use this code and receive 20 percent off an order so thank you so much for having me sisters and i look forward to the next time we meet again Yes, thank you so much, Sabrina. Uh, that was awesome. absolutely fabulous. That's, <laughs> I'm thankful for your wisdom yes. and sharing. It's very beautiful. I truly loved having Sabrina on our podcast today. She had so much wisdom, so much knowledge to really bring to the world, bring to our podcast about all different things from the yoni steams to the yoni eggs to where yoni came from and where vagina came from which i truly loved learning about because i use the word yoni because of my mom <laughs> but now i know the sanskrit and the meaning and how much more beautiful of a word it is to call our parts our our yoni rather than something else and she truly uh had so much to say but such good content yeah, and I'm excited because I think that women, this is the lost women's knowledge. This mm -hmm. is the Red Ten or the Persian cultures when women gathered a lot more and were, were in their own way, learned how to really take care of themselves as femininity 
Um, you know, it was very sacred, it was honored, and they did hold a lot of the healing keys. So I love the idea of the steam, I love how she explained it and even gave it that scientific name. Yeah. Um, and then just brought around all of the ideas about women, their body, their use, their pelvic floor, and really just supported us in looking at things a lot differently. And what I find, when I hear it and it rings, I go, oh yeah, I should have known that because I'm a woman. So of mm -hmm. course it sounds natural and easy. Well, and it's another way to take back our power. And, and you know, when she was talking about orgasms and sensuality and how, yeah, it is our job to know our bodies and to tell our partner to help with that rather than to put all the pressure on him. So I loved how she had the balance of the masculine and feminine of life in general not just sensuality and uh yeah we're gonna have to have her again she had so much awesome knowledge so and support in yeah. the paradigm shift mm -hmm. of women really claiming their sensual nature and it's okay it's not bad it's absolutely beautiful it and is. it's part of what we're doing in this new paradigm yes so if you want to reach out to sabrina or check out any of her products from yoni eggs crystal wands um and yoni steams check the links below she also gave our listeners 20 percent off so make sure you get that code down below as well thank you again sabrina for that and if you like what you hear if you think a woman that you know would really benefit from this show share it with them Ask any questions below in the comments if you have any towards this episode. We'd love to hear from you guys. Give us a like, subscribe, anything you can offer we would appreciate. And thank you again for giving us your time, your space, and your energy on our podcast today. And we'll catch you next episode. <laughs>